Can y'all hear the music? This nigga just started. Ain't even tell me. I'm here talking away. That's what I told you to chill. Hold on, hold on. My hands so dirty from counting this cash. I need Where the volume at? I can't fuck the rap game up. They say I run that back. There we go. Now that sound that sound like a motherfucking pod, nigga. For those who do not know. Young swear. Some shit is going down. I look bright. I look good though. I think I do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on. My hands so dirty from counting this cash. I need to sanitize. I need to clean it. I came and fucked the rap game up. They say I better lie. Like graffiti. I had to show a nigga that it's like they got some activists on me, right they got some packages on me Give me some Zop, perks, drink, wow. Lambo stop, birds, paint wow. Say they don't fuck with me, they cause they can't nah. And I'm not acting like nothing I ain't nah. She let me smash before she had my number Top notch bitches on my bumper I'm in their pocket, they ass in trouble Got a new plug, still a flush your neighborhood with the trouble I love this hood shit budget, What budget? I don't fuck with rappers, they too buddy buddy Real Woo! estate, now my money making money Know it tastes good if you see me puffing Hey Gavin I don't mess with these other photographers Cause they be too buddy buddy, let's get it Dope, I did it for I met Puff. I ain't give another got to be Tell her what we do ain't for the public. Period. Next subject. Talk to him, niggas. Watch my every move. If you wanna be me, just say that. No, I like No shade. Cut head, she got straight in the car and told me lay back. They want the scrimp for that exotic. If it's him, I pay that. Zaza. Say she does, but if it's toxic, she gon' make her way back. Looking, wanna fuck, just say that. Push me, watch I scoot your face back. Hey y'all, I want to welcome everybody to the Payton Exposure Podcast um, It's been interesting, we can be loud right now because my pregnant wife is not in the crib So, <laughs> shout out to all you niggas! <laughs> oh shit, oh fuck, sorry Alright, now I can do it Yo, um, if you've been watching, Key does not like when I do the gunshot She really hates it Um, For those who not know, um Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to replay what, what he just said. Give me one second, one second. Hold on, hold on. I can have any bitch I got liking for. Listen. Made a kiss a friend, I saw the dyke in her. We got okay. We need to discuss on Sunday. We was at the day party. Oh. And I seen a lot of girl on girl action from women that was not lesbians. And it was the fakes. Y'all girls. He literally said this to me while we was We in the club. Party. And I lean over the key. I go, I hate this fake gay girl stuff. We going to talk about it on the pod. Because when a real dyke come in the room, these bitches get scared. Stop shooting. I don't like the fake gay girl stuff. What you what you want them to do, Gavin? You don't like it's it's whack. Cause I feel like when girls dance on each other, they don't want dudes to dance with them, which is fine. Do what you do. First of all, um, I feel bad. Somebody hit me up today and they said, yo, I know you don't like, I really want to shoot with you, but I know you don't like number balloons in photography. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay. And she was like, if you will allow it, I'll bring it. I said, girl, don't be worrying about what the hell I do and don't like. Ain't got nothing to do with your photos. It don't. Like, you get to do whatever you want to. We have to, and I told her, I said, you have to be comfortable and do what your heart desires. Now, so I say all that, all that to say this. If dancing on your homegirl is a way for you to enjoy yourself so dudes don't have to approach you, then cool. But the gay, like the, oh, we gonna act like we overly sexual. And it's different from like, oh, I'm just dancing behind my girl, dancing in front of my girl. It's the the coochie rolls. It's the bent over booty. It's the, yeah, all that. It's the acting, you touching all up on the face and shit. Because when a real dyke walk in, what happened? My homegirls was dancing with me. Who, when, that night, that day? Courtney. Did they? Uh huh. I ain't see that. I must have been gone. Uh, you was. It was. 
Uh, you might have been gone. Now Gavin gone. left and then tell me. We'll get there. <clears throat> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had to dip out, man. I'm I've realized we got a lot of shit to get to today. Which is so which is uh interesting. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all don't know. Please don't leave. <laughs> um oh I'm I hate when I play the wrong song. Yo, man, I want to thank everybody, man. A lot of shit happened over this weekend. And some of y'all remember this shit. Some of y'all don't. Hold on, let's let Kanye get off. Yeah, you know what this is. It's a celebration, bitches. Grab a drink, grab a glass. After that, I grab your ass. Why you whacking now? Um, hold on. Why is y'all? Never did this before. I want to thank Chrissy and Thoti for coming down from New York. They brought us a bottle of Syrah that is not in the room because I would not let my co-host drink my shit. Um, it was great. Yeah, like I be, you know. Listen, mute the monologue. <laughs> Listen, um, I want to thank Alana, aka Alyssa. You know, she brought me some cards yesterday, and I was super thankful. Um, it was beautiful. She wrote one to my wife. She wrote one to me for my birthday, and then she congratulated us on having a baby. And I just want to thank her because it was it was meaningful. It was actually deep. Now, I was going to text her and tell her thank you, but this is better. But hold on. You got some weed? You got some weed? Oh, hold on. Hold on. You know what this is. What is this, Key? It's a celebration, bitches. <laughs> grab a drink, grab a glass. After that, I grab your ass. See, you know my style. I'm very well. And I vow that my child will be well endowed like his daddy. And tell him that your mama had a fatty. He looked up at me, said, Daddy, that's the reason why you had me. Yup. We was practicing till one day your ass bust through the packaging. You know what, though? You my favorite accident. You think they're gonna have some uh, Cristal Friday? I know what this is. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. He has not cussed me out for the music yet. Hold on. Yes, cause I'm looking for something, and I need to stop. I just thought you should know. We hit the liquor store, got some Christmas some more, and we about to let it flow. All right, one more. We gotta get this podcast started. I wanna thank everybody for coming. If you're a first time listener, welcome. If this is your last time listening because you do not understand the songs, the culture of this podcast, then bye, nigga. Other than that, um, yo, if you do not know by now, let's recap the weekend. It says, like father, like son. What happened on Saturday? Yeah, I'm filled the rich with quarter keys in the kitchen on them. The block is hot, but we still out here getting it on them. And keep it cool every time we hit the streets, cause these niggas act a fool. And we be quick to put it on them. What happened this weekend, man? <clears throat> you tell us. Um, The weekend was all about Gavin. It was, actually. It really was. So, for those who not know, I'm going to do a quick recap because my wife wants to stay as private as she can. I don't even think she posted that she pregnant yet. On Instagram. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she has reposted some it things. It was on Facebook. Hold on, let's go. Um, for those not know. A post post? No, she has not. Okay, yeah. I don't get no love. See that? Nope. <laughs> she ain't posted since no. her birthday, since January. Um, Thursday, pot. Friday, 
I was with my family. My family came in town. Saturday, we had the gender reveal, Woo! and we're having a boy. <laughs> I am having a son. Um, it sounds weird as hell saying that. <laughs> it's weird as hell to say that. Say all that. Y'all think Gavin cried? It's videos. I might got it's proof. Not, there's no proof. Come on, man. I erased the files in my loaded Lux voice. Um, I'm having a son. Before we recap that day, should we recap the day party and then go back? You want to go me? backwards? Yeah, let's start. Let's start at Sunday. So Sunday, we went to a day party. It's Gavin's she, birthday. It was actually my birthday. Um, I think all of us were hungover. Hold on. Um, From hold on. Saturday? Yeah. I was definitely um, tired. I wasn't hungover. I was just tired. Yeah. I think I was able to sleep most of the day. But I was just like exhausted. And so like we get there on Sunday and I'm just like, everybody's like, Key, let out, take a shit. I'm like, I want to take a nap. Absolutely. First of all, we went to Jack Beagles (laughs) and this is when we used, we usually get mimosa drunk there. And that was not our option. No alcohol. Nobody. Even before you even got there, the girl was like, should I get your mimosas now? (laughs) And I was like, Nobody nah. No alcohol. And then you know what's funny is nothing's funnier crazy. than when you keep going to the same restaurant and then your server is always hung over themselves. This is third time Shorty was like, yeah, I'm fucked up. And I'm looking at her like, you drink more than me. Hey, um, they probably was drinking that job. Probably. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> so we do that. Go to this day party. Super cool. Saw a lot of people there. Um, Teak was there. My sister was there. I never go out when my sister's out. Um, my sister was out. That was interesting dynamic. You and your sister out. I don't go out my sister at all. And I told somebody, I was like, if I knew my sister was here, I would have opted out. <laughs> it's something about like, even my sister's grown, but you still got to be like protective, right? You still got to watch out. You don't want nothing to happen. And then also you don't want to cramp on her phone. Like my sister's a grown ass 30 year old woman. She'll be 31 in a few, few weeks. So if she wants to talk to a dude, she got she it's it's no stopping. It was no stopping her at 14. It's no stopping her at 16. It's no stopping her at 25. Damn show ain't stopping her now that she's 30. Hello. So, you know, um, if but you know, you don't want to cramp that. Like Zig came up to me and was like, yo, man, somebody asking about this young lady with you. I was like, that's my little sister. And so I thought he knew that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Well, my sister told that guy that we were together. She didn't want to talk to him. And I was like, bro. I already gave the rule. I already gave out the notion that she was my sister. She was like, well, that didn't work. I was like, oh, my gosh. So anyway, but that was cool. Um, Dez was there. Mino was there. Corey was there. Everybody had on the, the merch but me. Gavin was dressed up to pa. Yeah, I had on a, a wool suit in 80-degree <laughs> weather. But it was cool. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, the girl-on-girl action is the only thing that bothered me. Why does it bother you though? I hate fake girl on girl action. Why can't I don't even it just like be lesbian females porn? having fun with their friends? I don't even like lesbian porn. I remember at that point it's I was not like, porn. I was like, oh, this is hot. And then I got older and I'm like, this shit is whack. Oh my gosh. Like nobody wants to see two chicks scissor all the time. <laughs> Unless you into that. Most men ain't. Like, what I'm what I'm never mind. Let the girls have their fun with their friends now. Yeah, they were mad cool. All of them was cool. We kept trying to buy drinks for Gavin, but he kept. Yeah, I was, like it's weird. Like the people, like oh, we, I got your drink, I got your drink, and I'm like, and then you know what's awkward is like, all right, you get my drink, 
And then it's like, everybody else is like, do I post about his next one? <laughs> like, eh. So it was awkward. And I saw that in people's, like, you you was getting my drink. Teak got my drink. Um, You know what I'm saying? My sister, <laughs> my sister put $500 in my hands. And I was like, what are you carrying this much money for? You know what I'm saying? I probably should bleep that so nobody don't think they can. Yeah, they can be like, uh, what the hell Brian doing? She got my home. Well, my sister always is caring. Literally. Seriously. And that's not even a joke. So, um, but you know, so that was cool. Sorry for anybody that's watching on YouTube wanna know who I'm texting. It's my wife, so I gotta answer that text all the time. So anyway, Sunday was great. It was beautiful. I dipped out on everybody because I was tired. Uh the drinks hit me once I got in my Uber. And then I was like, I was asleep by nine o'clock. Literally. No. Um, 9.45, I was asleep by 9.45 because everybody was texting me and I woke up and texted everybody back at 5 in the morning. <laughs> and so that, um, super cool. So Saturday, let's get to Saturday. Saturday. Sticky, icky, ooh, First of all, it rained all damn I was day. like, first of all, it was raining. Yeah. And, and I actually had to stop at the Family Dollar and buy me an umbrella because I ain't have one. Yeah. That was interesting. It rained, um, Everybody showed up. I think on the guest list, only two people didn't show up. Okay. And I know how black women are with it rain. You can't say that. There was a lot of black women out in the rain. I know, but I understand if some black women were not there, I would have understood because of the rain. No, that's not a good reason. This is a different. Oh, yeah. This is what? Well, you got to be able to read the room. Yeah. The people I invited. I knew that they understood this shit is bigger than the rain. So they were going to show up. Yeah. But one person. Um, you she want me just, to fight her? No, no, no. She mad cool. That's the homie. But she wasn't able to make it. And she didn't say why she couldn't. But I assumed it was because of the rain. And so, <laughs> and so I just wrote off of that. And I wasn't even mad at it. You know what I'm saying? It was a beautiful situation. So for those who not know, it was bee themed. Um, there was a big heart that was shaped like a. Uh, it had the bee texture, bee lookalike, bee structure, whatever the fuck you want to The bee colors, like the bumblebee colors. Damn close to being a smart black woman. Oh, my God. And so I pulled it. Bruh. So, all right, this is what I'm thinking. Three weeks ago, I just knew I was having a girl. Something changed, and I guess I can say what it is. Um, I said something to my wife about, yeah, a lot of people want a girl. They might be tight if it's a boy. And she snapped at my ass so quick. I said, oh, guess what I know I'm having now. <laughs> and then. Why'd she snap at you? She was like, she was just freaking out. She was like, but what What if it's a boy? What they going to do? What's the problem with the, if it's a boy? And I'm like, cool. <laughs> I got you. I know it now. You probably did that on purpose. I didn't. But I mean, it was a good thing. And then um, <laughs> with his name, we'll say that all later. I got to keep something for myself. But yeah, anyway. like don't tell like, everybody the business. Y'all going to make that nigga social already. He gonna be in trouble. It's gonna be one, two, three, eight, zero, zero, two, one, nine. Okay. So uh <laughs> while we was doing that, uh her mom had a letter that's the boy that's our gonna be our son's name. And I just remember she goes, my wife goes, Oh, mom don't even know his name yet. She already got stuff that can go in his room. She said, Mom doesn't even know the baby's name yet, and she got stuff already, but she was referring to this letter, and I go. Well, that's the name we said for a boy. And in my mind then, I was like, it's a boy. Up until we went to a doctor's appointment a week before the gender reveal. And the way she was acting, I was so confused. My dad, everybody was calling me like, what you think you haven't? I said, I have no idea. I said, I really do not know. I don't know if it's going to be a boy. I don't know if it's going to be a girl. 
I said, I really don't know now. I was like, I'm pretty sure it was a boy up until this week. And I was so confused trying to figure it out. And um, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. So was I, cool. I pulled a B. Nothing comes out. She had to shake it a little bit. So it was like one little thing. So when it hit the floor, I thought it was white because it was just, it was spinning. Mm-hmm. And so for those I know, we had like this, the circle confetti. So it's spinning now. And I'm like, what is that, white? And I'm like. <laughs> Oh, she playing with me. <laughs> and so then little by little, it started trickling. And I'm like, oh, shit, it is not pink. It is blue. <laughs> and then as I'm laughing, she's shaking harder and all of it falls out. And I'm like, yo, I'm really having a boy. And it was beautiful, man. It was cool. Um, everybody was happy. Uh, and then my dad comes up and gives me a hug. And Reg comes up and hugs me. So everybody else is coming up, shaking, whatever, whatever, whatever. So my dad comes up and he hugs me. And he's hugging me and he's talking. And I'm not listening because I'm thinking he's just hugging me, saying whatever, to give somebody else a hug. And so I'm trying to break away, but he won't let me go. And so I'm like, oh, we got a problem here? I'm like, what's up? What's up, bro? What's up? And so. You is a hoax. Oh, we got a problem here? And so then I'm waiting. And then so then I started listening to what he's saying. And he kept saying, like, he's proud of me. He's like, yo, you ready for this? You're going to be a great father, blah, blah, blah. And then he's crying. Mind you, I'm telling y'all this. I've not heard my dad cry since 1996. And so when he's doing this, I start crying. Then my sister come over. Oh, he admitted over. it. Oh. oh, that was an accident. Then my clone was crying. <laughs> then my sister comes over. She's crying. Then my mom comes over. She crying. And then we all hugging in like a kumbaya circle. They was. And I was just like, all right, I got to go. And then I was good. And I started laughing and dapping everybody up. And it was a beautiful thing. Um, I've already gotten texts from some young ladies like, yo, my daughter will be waiting on your son. Please raise him right. (laughs) I said, y'all know I'm going to do that. Unless the little nigga got a mind of his own. But that's all I'm going to say. He definitely going to have a mind of his own. Absolutely. So, yeah, we got a boy, man. Everything is good. The boy is on the way. Hey. What? Your wife has a penis in her. Wow, Keith. She does. This is like the second week in a row. You just had to, you just went off off script. So Karina's gonna have a penis inside of her for the next however many months. Yeah, Ain't gonna give it away. I'll let y'all let Gavin tell y'all to do date, but because I already know, but for however many months. Key just be knowing everything. I mean, I'm around. I'll be listening. You know I'm nosy. For those who do not know, Key did not figure out that my wife was pregnant before everybody. And she saw her the most leading up. I did not. Let, we you talked did, about this last week. But you did see her the most leading up. I was like. Key sees her every week, y'all. These niggas is being weird. <laughs> like, they were just being weird. I understand. I did not. I did not. I really didn't know. Confusion. I, I was confusion. That's, yeah, we did keep word. it a wrap. Um, yeah, they did. So first things first. First things first. I'm the realest. Um, I was thinking about, so Sunday I woke up, I was happy. I was excited. Um, and everything we went through that day. And then Monday it hit me. It was like, yo, you having a boy. And it kind of hit me there in the moment. I was thinking about like, what can't happen having a son? What do you mean? Like men, men are weird. So I'm going to say that to say. Yeah, you guys um, are definitely top-notch weirdos of all human being kind. Absolutely. So it's kind of weird. Like, uh, <laughs> It's kind of like when you have a daughter. Mind you, I've never had a daughter or had a daughter. <laughs> saying that, but like dudes always, before you asking yourself what you want, for, for women, it's always like, oh, I hope my daughter ain't fast. I hope my daughter ain't 
you know, just hope she ain't passing ass around. Right? Well, you don't. You don't. Sit your love fast down. Yeah, I saw a girl on Facebook one time. It was like, oh, yeah. Y'all don't know. Older women don't know how many girls they ruined by saying, yo, you was fast. And she, she was saying, like, and it wasn't true. And I was thinking, I was like, damn. All the girls my grandma called fast, they was hoes. So. They was hoes. But did it ruin? What they was hoes. What you mean by ruin them, though? They was hoes. I don't get that part. They maybe was I'm hoes. Just, maybe I'm just slow. And so, with a boy, first thing, and I said this at the gender reveal, bruh cannot be a bum. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing. And, you know, I was thinking about this on Monday. I was like, damn, with everything going on in the world, you know, the clear thing is like, I'm going to have to have conversations about um, him being, you know, a target. You know, being a young black boy, black and brown boy in this world, and then, you know, the way the police is, that was hitting me, and that hits me more of my nephew now, because he's eight, but he's tall. He's going to be tall, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, and I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to have those same conversations. You know, my nephew told me something about police and about people, um, he told me that he was scared of police, and he said he said some other things that I don't want to even put on that nigga spirit, but you know he said some things that and I remember hearing him talk about the police. And I was like, dog, man. And I'm like, only thing I'm thinking in my head is the shit that I get off here or that I get off um, online on Twitter. He never sees those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't share those things with him. Um, matter of fact, the last time I got pulled over, he was in the car with me, and I explained to him why why that that shit wasn't a game and why. We have to be respectful. Why we got to do all this extra shit? You know what I'm saying? Um, I had to have that conversation with him. My dad had to have that conversation with him. My sister had it immediately with him. But, you know, we had to follow up. And so um, I was thinking about, damn, as a kid, as a having a young boy, I'm like, yo, I don't want this to happen. But I also don't want bruh to be a bum. Um, what you mean a bum? Like, he ain't got no job? It's a lot of, you know, I've, I've always said. I'm, he ain't got I don't no know J's? I, like, what that mean? Shut I think I've said this on this pod, but if not, I've definitely told you off air. Um, I believe the word bum is the most disrespectful thing a woman can say to a man. I believe men. (laughs) Nah, bitch. Nah. Okay. You call your dude a bum and see how he react. You can call him. You can be like, bro, you acting like a bitch. And he going to be like, oh, I say, bro, you acting like a bum. You're a bum right now. See, you know, I, I, I think I agree with you on that. And so for me, when I think of the word bum, I'm thinking about, you know, lazy, unmotivated, um, no job, not a good job, Sitting just a leech. Sitting on the couch, eating popcorn, yeah. watching SVU with your hand in your pants. Basically, I do that. SVU. Drinking a beer that your girlfriend bought. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I don't want that. And I think that was my It's not like it hurt. Hey, it's Jacquees over here, you know. You know, everybody know I see it's Jacquees. So, it's squeaking though. Yeah, it's not. Maybe it's yours. So I was thinking, I was like, I don't want a bum ass son. And yeah. then, so I was thinking about like, man, and it also brings me back to that Hove line um, where he talks about like, you know, whenever he has his first son, he wants to cut his time in half. So I was thinking about all the things I was doing and how I want to really get my son to reach certain heights um, quicker than I did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew junior year in college that I either shouldn't have been in school or I was studying the wrong thing. I still finished. Um, Amen. Hallelujah. I, however, I was looking at it and I said, dog, 
I want to be able to look at my son and say, yo, take a year off of high school. High school? After high school, take a year off. Oh, I thought you said take a year out no nah, nah. like but really like take a year off of high school and ask yourself figure out what you really want to do in life yeah like take that year off if anything go to cp or go to a community college for like a year you can take it easy figure out what you want to do we ain't working you know what i'm saying i don't need you working i need you to really figure out what you want to do in life and then go to school if that's what you want to do or figure out like we talked about last podcast how you're going to educate yourself so those things I was like, man, I want to be able to give my kids that opportunity. I want to be able to, like, if they want to be entrepreneurs, they do it the right way. Versus me, who I had entrepreneur parents, but they were just figuring shit out, you know, out. And it was kind of like, yo, we figuring it out. You got to figure it out, too. Yeah. But I at least want to be able to tell them, like, hey, it's like most people don't know. I know it's a photography podcast, allegedly. Um <laughs> Cause we, you, we be wilding out, but like most people don't know. And me and you talked about it. CP central Piedmont community college, which is the largest community college from what my understanding, always in the top five largest community colleges in the U S um, central Piedmont has a small business school. All of the shit is free. You literally go up there, you sign up for it. You can sign up for just a class. They will have a class and they break it down and it's free. It's free. You know, they talk about everything from taxes to resources, how you get government contracts, how you do marketing the proper way, how you file your taxes. I don't know if I said that already, but how to do your website. It's so much stuff that's there and it's free. And people don't know. And then they like for me, I went there because I wanted to understand taxes. They had somebody there who worked for the IRS who worked in the North Carolina division and that that person was there and I was able to ask him, how do I do sales tax as a photography business? He's like, this is how you would do it. This is the section you need to read and understand more. Speak with me after class if you need to and I will walk you through it. But most people don't know that. 10%. I'm what? just kidding. <laughs> you better get niggas. We're going to talk about PPP scams in a little bit. But, you know, those are the things, man. Um, but I do want to thank the people that did come, whether it's KG, whether it's Walter, whether it's Thoti and Chrissy. I told them I shot them out. Chrissy is freaking funny. My dad was talking about her she is today. Quite hilarious. She is, and her relationship with her man is even funnier. It's but great. going off what you said about, um, like how you plan to instill certain things into your kid, I feel like um, this generation, the millennials, um, I think we all kind of have that mindset even people that don't have kids right now i think we are have learned or is still learning um we're not doing the same things that our parents did because for me particularly in particular <laughs> specifically try again one of them words um <laughs> i didn't grow up in a two-parent household so i wasn't like i don't know sir i feel like i missed out on certain things I was pushed to go to college because that was the next step. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't taught about certain things as far as like, like you said, CP with the business stuff. Like I feel like some kids, depending on how they were raised, they were taught certain things as far as when it comes to finances, when it comes to investing, when it comes to taxes, when it comes mm -hmm. to certain things like that. And here I am, I'm just like education. Education is what's pushed to me. Yeah. And it's like, do I, I don't even like, okay, sure. I'll go because y'all want me to, but I don't know what I want to do. Like, I don't know if this is best for me. Like now, granted I went and I got a degree, but I'm not even using my degree. So it's Who like, is? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, smarties. You, right. Like you said, like, <laughs> I like that mindset because it's like, let's figure it out because we don't want to waste this money. Cause college is expensive for, you know, anything like, 
$40,000 and you're not even using this degree. Yeah, literally. No, I'm with you. And you know, um, you said you came from a different household. And I mean, even in my household, it was just like, yo, you got to go to college. Yeah. And some of that is just our culture, us yeah. not knowing. Right. Like my parents did not know. My dad went to high school. My mom did a semester at FAMU for my dad was like, come on up to Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? And so they didn't know. And it was like, oh, you got to go to college. And I get to college. And I'm like, all right. Let me study psychology. Well, couldn't pass shit. So now let me study. That was my major. I passed it. Okay. Then it was like, oh, let's go do computer (laughs) software. And I'm like, this is trash. And by the time I figure out where I want to do, I'm like, yo, I don't want to spend unnecessary money. And I made the right decision just to go ahead and get done because I wasn't going to use that shit either. You know what I'm saying? It sold us a dream. Like you go to college, you get a degree, you get a great job. No. No, it don't work that way. That's not how it works. Now, you was a server after work. college. I was a server right, after I worked, college. I was a server during college, and I worked at a daycare after I graduated, making eleven something dollars an hour. Yeah, bro, we ain't gonna talk about those man. Okay, so I, I used to be a barista. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody who knew me when I was a uh, making lattes and coffees, man. I was a barista. A frappuccino, bro. No whipped cream. Darnell came up there one day to get some keys for me. I had an apron on <laughs> with a with a coffee hat. Darnell was like. You is a B. And he just said this in front of all these bankers. And I was like, I hate you. I was Shout like, out to D. I was like, you want something? He's like, yeah, let me get a little iced latte when I come back and give you your keys. I was like, I effing hate you. But that was life, man. Um, But yeah, but shout out to everybody. I appreciate y'all. Let's do these drops before we get in these topics. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Let's get it. A podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. I'm Mike and she got mad. <laughs> Hosted by Key No No and Charlotte photographer Gavin B. We boy, baby. Keeping it real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? Shut up. Wait, so I can't pay an exposure? No. Bitch. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right, Gavin, so... I got a question for you. But I got a question for you. You can't say some shit and then I can't be Chris Brown when it applies. Can I get an answer? You You heard his dog bit somebody? His his former housekeeper? Yeah. Is suing him because the dog bit her. Damn, that's tough. I'm just wondering if she going to get some money. Yeah. You think so? He might settle. Oh, you definitely going to settle. But I wonder how much. Because I don't think it was like he like sick of like tell the dog to get her like yeah, sometimes it's just gonna be negligence like, but what if that was in her contract who knows it's gonna get interesting man but sometimes you're just like yo how much you want 15 yeah that, get out of here right okay anyway anyway um so do photographers do shorter quicker or cheap sessions <laughs> a quick pumper <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what if somebody come to me and be like, yo, man, I slept with your son, man. He was a quick pumper. That's going to be inappropriate. That's definitely inappropriate. Um, Yeah. Oh, so to go to what we were saying. Oh, sorry. I thought the mics was muted. Sorry. What is wrong with you? Yeah, don't ask me that about my kid. <laughs> oh, don't tell me that. Never mind. Um, yeah. Photographers offer uh, mini sessions. Like if you was looking for something shorter. Sorry, I don't know if y'all could have heard that. But yeah, if you're ever looking for something shorter, 
Um, you Shorter, ne- quicker, and cheaper. This could be taken in so many ways. Yeah, you can have <laughs> many sessions. Um, some photographers offer them a lot. A lot let me put like this. Excuse me. I believe a lot of photographers offer many sessions. Um, however, you have to find them. I'm not offering. I haven't offered a mini session. Strangely, strangely enough, I offered a mini session in um, March, last weekend in March. Nobody signed up. And, Did you promote it though? Uh, yeah, but it was one of those things where it was like. So here's here's the thing. First of all, let's do this. There are many sessions. Photographers do these things. They do many sessions wrong. That's why nobody signed up. Um, and I believe it's something important for those who do not know, or if you're listening, and you're not really a photographer. Let me go ahead and break down to y'all what a mini session is. A mini session is. Um, let me give you my personal example. I offer right now. I offer a one outdoor session, five pictures, um, one outfit outdoors, five pictures, and it's two hundred dollars. And it lasts around like 30 minutes. Okay. A mini session might be that same. It might be one outfit, 10 minutes or 15 minutes, um, two edits. And it might be $150 or it might be $100, whatever the case may be. Something like, so that's a mini session. Ideally, you need to know who your mini sessions apply to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do them, they are, let me tell you when they're effective. Um, I have nothing B and H for those who do not know, just restock the Canon 50 millimeter. And let's say I want that, but I don't want to go into my savings. I don't want to go into my business accounts, but I really want that lens. I might say, yo, let me do a couple of mini sessions this week or this, this day, um, make up, get this quick cash, go buy that. Yeah. It's easy, short work. So it's effective. You know, when you do it right, it is effective when you need something or you might say, hey, I'm going on vacation. For those who I know, Key going on vacation. So yes, see shout her, out to me. That's what my eyebrows are looking like. I got my eyebrows tinted by my girl Tink. And I got a vacation. Disgusting. Got my nails done today. Hopefully I don't see your coochie on her Instagram. But let's get back to this. Put um, your pussy on live. <laughs> Boosie is a trip. Um, But if... It can be effective. It's just like, hey, I'm going on vacation. I want to buy some. Um, I want to have some extra cash. So it is <clears throat> multiple. It's good times. It's also effective when you do it um, when you have the time. We will get to kind of that. So I know I just said people offer mini sessions, but a lot of photographers doing wrong. And what I mean by that is um, if I'm busy during the summer, let's say I'm a graduation photographer and I know I'm usually busy from March to June. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be, I don't need to pick a summer and say, oh, I mean, pick a weekend and say, oh, it's a Saturday. I'm going to do a mini session in the middle of this just because I have nothing that day. Yeah. You know, you don't cram it in when you're busy. It's kind of, it's virtually pointless um, because you're going to be doing more work technically, but you're going to be doing less money. I mean, excuse me, you're doing more work. Um, you might make more money because you're going to cram more in. So, for instance, if I say, hey, I'm doing mini sessions, 15 minutes for 150. But typically I usually charge 30 minutes to 200. I can get I can make 300 now and 30. You know, what I'm saying if you do the math right, he was a math major. So she would be able to tell me if my math was wrong. Um, another way photographers do 
uh, mini sessions completely wrong. <clears throat> they don't explain what the hell is going on. So, for instance, I'm doing a mini session. My mini session is one person. It's only for 15 minutes. Um, it's no outfit changes. Some photographers just say, hey, buy a 15-minute slot. Come on, come on, come all. And then they want to know why bride and groom is rolling up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, and I've seen photographers do this. Like, hey, I did a mini session. And uh, a company came. And they had eight employees. And they tried to just shove them all in within the 20-minute slot that I had or the 30-minute slot I had to get headshots. And I was just like, wait a minute. I didn't agree to this. Sometimes you have to be very, very, very clear on what you're doing and what will and won't happen during your mini session. Sorry if I'm slouching. I hope y'all see my Kobe's right here. My wife got me these, them Johns right there. Oh, yeah, I seen that. Can't even talk. I'll get more into that. Let me stay focused. Squirrel. Squirrel. So (laughs) you have to have limitations on it. You got to know, you have to be clear on your intentions, be clear on what's available, be clear on this is what you can and cannot do during my mini session. Yeah. Um, The other thing is, some people always run in a mini session. And I had a guy hit me up about this, about me, um, because I had this bright idea. I did a mini session one day. And let me tell you how great it is. Um, a typical Saturday, I probably would be making like $600. This is back in the day. Um, now I probably make just that, but I do less work. But when I would do a couple of shoots in a day, made me $600, I'd be happy. I did a mini session one time, and I think I made like, <sighs> that day I probably made like $1,300. I need to be a photographer. And it was great. It was beautiful because Pull out my phone. Mind you, once I got started with Key, and when Key was done, you know, I get started with Key, 10 minutes have passed, and I'm looking at Key and I'm like, all right, you gotta go. Then I had somebody <laughs> else come in. Then I had and so you never getting bored because clients are just coming back to back. And then I was planning a break. I had a little lunch break. You know what I'm saying? I was able to regroup. I actually think I ran home, uploaded the pictures, came back, you know, and it was beautiful. You Everybody ran showed home? You know, I drove. I'm bleeding, sweating. And so, <laughs> and so it was great. But so I had this idea. I was like, yo, I should do this every month. And so I planned the next one. And I had a guy who I look and take advice from who's a great photographer. Shout out to Joseph Bradley. He's in Greensboro. Check him out. Donations. You owe me. Donate. He really don't. He's a great guy. Um, And Joseph, Joe, I don't know what to call him. Uh, when I met him, it was Joseph. And so when I met bro, a bro DM me. He said, yo, man, do yourself a favor. He said, up your price on your, um, he said, up the price on your mini session. He said, or, and, or stop doing them so often. And I was like, damn, I was thinking about doing this every month. He said, hell no. He said, he said something that actually happened when um, I tried to plan my third mini session. Mm-hmm. So my second mini session, what happened was, um, so the first one, I was super busy. The second one, it was spotty. I still made like $700, but it was still spotty. <clears throat> Mind y'all, and I'm going to be completely transparent. I did not do my mini session on a typical busy day for me. I did it on a Sunday when I usually would make $0. So um, that's the way I looked at it. So um, for me, it was all just extra money. And so when I was talking, to, um, what happened on the second one was half the people showed up. So I made like seven, dollars $800. I was cool. I was still extra money. Um, I had to be quick because I had to get people back day pictures and stuff. So then I, what I noticed was some people that didn't show up for the second one, um, I, they were like, oh, I want to be on the third one. Then I started noticing people started DMing me, asking me when is the next one. 
I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Just book me. You know, you can get a longer shoot with another outfit, blah, 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 whatever the case was, whatever my pricing was then. People was like, nah, I'm good. I just wait for the mini. Then people start dropping off. So when you become too consistent in doing mini sessions, you actually can lower your brand. Mm-hmm. And people just say, yo, it's like this. Um, sometimes we, we go to Michael's, right? For those that I know, if you're not from here, Michael's is a craft store. Don't it piss you off when you go on Michael's and they, the sale is not happening? <laughs> You like, hold on, bro. Y'all always running some shit 40% off. sale is not happening. Yeah, and you... That you, is true. I was looking for lanterns for um, Megan's engagement party. It was after that, and them shits was not on sale no more. Yeah, and then... But the funny part about Michael's is you can go two days later, and everything will be back on sale. And you know the funny thing... Oh, never mind. I don't want them to hear this and stop it. I'll say it. Fuck it. We ain't that big yet. We get now. <laughs> um, nothing is funny when you go to Hobby Lobby or Michael's, and they be like, hey, I wouldn't buy this because it's going to be on sale in two days. The, the people that work there tell you. <laughs> it is funny when you go there. So you can be consistent. Um, Don't be too consistent on this. Make it. You should make your mini session just seem random as hell. Hey, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know I'm running a mini session. It's actually going to happen in one week. Sign up here. Whatever, whatever. So yeah. is there ways to make your mini sessions better? I guess to help photographers. Because this is a photography podcast. Cater, Cater to, to black. black and br- go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh, go ahead. oh. Cater to black and brown people, photographers. Photographers. So you Shut see, up. I didn't come up with that. Yeah. Shout That's out to our that. white listeners and our white photographers. Y'all, y'all cool, man. Y'all cool. Let me just look a shot for y'all. You, sh- I'ma shoot you. Please don't. This is my gun, so it ain't real. That's your gun. It's me. Um. Disrespectful. How can you do a mini session better? Easy. You got to have clear instructions. You need to have a clear instructions. It needs to be a, a, a easy way for people to sign up and pay their deposits. I encourage you, if you have a store on your website, do it there. You don't even need a landing page. You just need a store, a product page. You say, hey, this is it. Uh, this is what you're getting. This is how many people can be a part. Um, these are the t- only time slots I have. This is what you can get. It needs to be clear instructions. Nothing worse than... Nothing's worse than when you see photographers do stuff and their instructions are trash. And what I always tell people, you can do do a couple of things. Um, you pick a day that works for you, that you have a lot of opening, and you know you can get everybody's pictures done quickly. You make the page on your website. You start telling your friends about it so they can start telling their friends. Then you promote it. Um, I don't agree with putting money behind promoting a mini session. You are doing something cheaper quicker um and it's supposed to just be like a gift to people or just a great opportunity for people um and you make them quick and you throw that out there then also you need to have clear instructions on what happens afterwards you will receive your pictures in two weeks y'all photographers have to get out of um hey i'm so busy i won't be able to get to you because i gotta get to my clients that pay more for you that is i hate that logic in business like hey um, key buy something for me but because I did it for as a special and I'm not talking as a friend friend of course I'm talking about like oh I just met you you just a client but because I was running a special you know um, you don't get it it'd be like if I buy something from Target and I got it on sale and Target was like yo well you didn't pay full price anyway we're gonna send your shit in two weeks out the home girl yeah. that's stupid it's the stupidest logic oh, ever we got a problem here pretty much and so I hate that so then also the biggest way to make the most money out, out of um, mini sessions, and I keep saying this, I don't know why nobody don't 
more people are doing it so i can't say i don't know why people ain't doing it you have to upsell you need to have options for people once they're done you need to have options that you email them whether it's books whether it's prints whether it's memory cards um let's say you want to send everybody a usb of their pictures you're like hey do you want to purchase a usb of all of your images on watermark on whatever or watermark whatever for extra 25 dollars think of something creative to say hey this is that because if you do that you'll be surprised first of all you need to be selling extra edits anyway that's a that's a given you sell extra edits given you sell extra prints and you sell books and or memory cards and then you present that to people you know after they get their pictures you um no excuse me when you send them their pictures like hey do you want any these add-ons you put that in your store as well let them purchase that let's keep it moving let's make some money so keep that in mind um with that being said this is the part of the podcast where you get to ask a question key gets the answer who answer? i get the answer but key gets to ask take it away key Oh my goodness. All right. The first question comes from Diana. How should I go about hiring a second shooter for a wedding? Woo. Just ask. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I put it like this, Diana. Um, if you're looking for a second shooter, I make this as Daddy quick as possible. Diana. That's oh. my shit. Um Daddy. Sorry, I got distracted. That might be my favorite Michael Jackson. Nah, I do remember the time of my favorite MJ song. But Diana's number two for sure. Um, if you're looking for a second shooter. You need to look on the city, the, type in, go on Facebook, look up the city that you live in. Mm-hmm. Look up that city name, photographer, or the nearest metro city that you're willing to pay people to travel to you. You type in photographer group, you go in that group, you say, hey, I'm looking for a second shooter. This is the pay. Um, if you're interested, please send me your website and portfolio, wedding portfolio or whatever portfolio to this email. And that's the best, easiest, and smartest way to doing it. The people who cannot find second shooters, they do not give enough information and they just throw it on Instagram thinking that their friends is going to help them find somebody else. Me personally, I I do second shooting. A lot of people are afraid to ask me because I think they think I'm going to be too expensive. He expensive, y'all. Not as a second shooter. I'm not. I mean, I have a rule. It's 10 G's. <laughs> I have a rule. I think second shooters should be paid anywhere from, you know, $40 an hour to 75 an hour. Um, honestly, sometimes you get away. So most people can get away from 30 to 60. Um, I believe that's really what you should charge people. Um, I believe that every photographer should not make less than 50. I know I just said between 30 to 75, but I think 50 is a fair thing. Like you're going to get quality people reach out. Cause some people, cause it ain't like I got to do a lot of work. I'm really just paid to be there. Sometimes, um, some photographers are paid to be, uh, they need a second shooter because, they just need an extra body in the room. So they and they're not even gonna use your shit anyway. <laughs> so, yo, I might be just a paid body here, but I truly, truly believe, yo, fifty dollars an hour, um, you should get somebody of quality and try to get them as early as possible. Do not contact nobody two, three weeks before. Also, if you hit me up and you ask me to be a second shooter and it's anything less than like fifty dollars, I'm not I'm not doing it. I sit at home. That's cause you're a little more established, Bucko. That and then I'd rather just sit home. Next question. Um, Read it slow. No, sit down. It's not time. Oh, fuck. Nah, he don't listen. I don't know. Sit down. (laughs) Yo, so before I read his question, Gavin was setting up these cameras earlier today. He said, sit up. I I got scared. Amen. He said, he's ready to be a father for real. Amen. Y'all know how to give it up. 
Anyway, do you do photography for the money or the love? The money. <laughs> Donations. He lied. Donations. I think it's a combination of both for him. Um, it, it, it is a combination. If you made me choose, um, if you make me choose, it is the money. Let me tell you when it was for the love. It was for the love when I wasn't making no money and I was figuring shit out and I was realized. But once I realized I was pretty good or decent and I started realizing like this could be um, this could be something uh, that I can pass down or I can really support my family. Then it had to be for the money. You know what I'm saying? Is this is the type of photography I'm doing? Is it my favorite type of photography? Absolutely not. Is it, does it help me and it makes me good money? Absolutely. Um, if it was up to me, I think me and you have shared, or I think I've shared with you, like, what I would do if I had, I said it when we talked about hitting the lottery. You know, shut up. You notice when I told you I hit the lottery, what I would do and what I would build, none of it was me continuing to be a photographer. It was, though, me shooting what I wanted to shoot. Now, I believe that, it is a combination because it's, I do it because if I didn't like doing it, I wouldn't do it at all. Clearly, if I didn't love doing it, I wouldn't do it at all. However, um, if somebody said, yo, photographers are not allowed to be paid for the rest of their life, I would I wouldn't still be a photographer. I'm keep, I don't think a lot of people would, though. Oh, absolutely. Especially I love when you niggas get in photography thinking that y'all about to make a shit ton of money. Oh, it's oh my god! No, that's funny. You meet a photographer like, yeah, I want to be a wedding photographer. I want to make shit tons of money, and then they find out that wedding photographers work ten to twelve hour days. Then they go home and they work six to eight hours, you know. And this that's on the very very low end, or at least that's the that's the low end that um, photographers like to lie and say, oh, that's the low end. I work actually twenty. Extra. No, the fuck you don't. <laughs> but whatever. Um, you know, you saying, hey, I'm gonna make this. And then, uh, you know, you you find out the photographer, wedding photographers make a couple of G's. They have to pay taxes. They have to do X, Y, and Z. And then you realize, like, yo, I could have just did a graduation. I could have did five graduation shoots for this. So, anyway, would I do it for the um, – let me go back to what I was saying. Do I do it for the money or the love? I do it for the money, but I still love what I do. And I also – my word of encouragement to any photographer that's out there or thinking about being a photographer – you need to do it because you love it because the money will come. It takes a minute, but it, it does come. Literally. Shout out to Next Level. Whoever that was from Next Level that DM'd it, that to me, appreciate you, bro. Next. Appreciate you, bro. You ever be laughing at me when you edit these videos? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> when should I? Sam, sorry, I didn't say the last guy's name. His name was Roderick. Um, Sam said, when should I hire an assistant? I think mm, I'm getting busier and I think I need help. Um, you must be making some money. Yeah, or you're super unorganized. Yeah, one you need to figure two. it out. Um, Sam, I'll tell you this, bro. Niggas ain't just hiring assistants just because they busy. You gotta have, have that in a budget. You need to have that in a budget, or you might realize how much money you're losing by not having one, and it makes sense. Mm, so let me tell okay. you like this. Um, when should you get an assistant? If you think you need help, you need an assistant. It's probably too late. <laughs> let me go ahead and tell you that right now. Um, once you start talking to assistants, you'll realize if you have the money for it, or if you need to. Uh, Lessen your plate. Uh, I said this earlier, and I will repeat this. This ain't just for Sam. This is for everybody. Stop promoting that you do bad business. 
it's nothing more aggravating when I see entrepreneurs, not photographers, but all, all entrepreneurs say, yo, sorry, y'all. I couldn't email y'all back. I was too busy. Hey, y'all, I'm so backed up on editing. I'm been super busy. Hey, y'all, I'm too backed up um, to, to show up because I'm super busy. No, you're super unorganized. You're not super busy. You don't need to take on more work when you already months behind. It, it, it literally logically does not make sense. Mm-hmm. It's like you're still feeding yourself when you're full and you want to know why you're starting to get sick. Don't know if that shit makes sense, but it sounded deep. It did. Yeah, it sounded hand, deep. Hand clasp me. That's it. That's it. I knew what it was. Oh. So that I say it like this, Sam, do you need an assistant? Probably so. And what I would say is, yo, start easy. Say, hey, I'm looking for somebody just to. Uh, send me my emails reply this email this is what I need to reply with um, this update my calendar if you could just help me with that I appreciate it I wouldn't expect this should take you no more than three hours a day you better look for an intern or that or an intern it's a lot of photography if anybody is looking for a photography uh, if anybody's looking for an intern for their photography business please let me know I have somebody and it's not me it cannot you know, well, I'm not going to intern for you but that person cannot be an intern for me so Please let me know. Um, all right. You ready to get to... We have no photography topics today for anybody That was cares. all photography, though. Yeah, it was all that. Um, uh, it's time to get to some shit. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You sit down. Why? I don't know. I okay. just feel like getting up. So, um, <laughs> for those who not know, me and Key are currently looking for an extra to come on to the podcast to help do what we have to settle. Oh, Key got the white toes. He got the white toes. Let me see if her feet pretty just to let y'all niggas know. They decent. Oh, you're so I'm trash. playing. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It gets on my nerves. I was thinking, I was like, yo, if something was like messed up, I wonder what i tell you. Like, yo, yo, man, you probably got some ugly, you got ugly feet. You know that? That'd be um, jacked knowing up. Knowing you? I wouldn't. I'm a yeah, nice I guy. I like half of you would be like, it ain't none of my business, but then. It's not. Sometimes I feel like you would. I don't know. I guess it just depends on what it is that you're discussing. Yeah, it depends. Not necessarily feet, but in general. Um, I want to give a hand clap to these brothers. Oh, that's just like Tiki. Y'all should say what I do. You did nothing. <laughs> uh, hand claps. The JBP boys is back. <laughs> a little. Put my headphones on. Hand clap to those guys. Because that um, shit was loud. For those who not know, I am an avid fan and listener to the Joe Button podcast. Um, my favorite person on the podcast is Joe. Let me rank my favorites. Dirty Diana. My favorite is Joe. Rory parks them all. <laughs> and parks and Rory switch. My favorite person to hate on the podcast is actually Rory. Then Maul. Then Joe, then Parks. Don't ask me how we got there. Um, so what brought these boys back together again? The gangs, the gang squirrels back. are back in the attic again. Look, they are back. Um, so for those who not know, um, I think six weeks ago it was reported they were going through some issues. They decided, uh, you know, they're Joe on. Joe brought on two new people who was also homeboys with the whole crew. They were on their periods. That's Pretty all. much. Um, you know what? We can get straight into it. When I listen to, I'm only a few episodes, I mean, a few minutes in. When I say a few minutes, let me go to it right quick. Just give y'all. I'm probably, um, I'm probably about an hour into it. So I'm not like. 
They how long is the podcast? Oh, they podcast longs. I'm telling you, that's why I be making my podcast. These podcasts are damn long. I am actually. Wars have stopped. Like, oh, shit. It happened. I'm an hour and 16 in. This podcast is three hours and four Oh, minutes. hell no. I listen to it all the time. That is so long. Why do you think our podcast be long? People listen. That's because you like to talk. They do, too. It's three a, hours? I will tell anybody this. It is a great podcast. Um, I will also say this before we get into this. God, dog. And this is a sidebar. So if you came here, we'll get to the Joe shit later. Skip ahead a little bit. But um, <laughs> shout out to my boy, DJ. DJ is having a podcast. Um, his name is David Johnson on Facebook. Go add him or follow him so you can be on live. Your boy, hand claps for me. <laughs> will be on his podcast because. I reposted um, it today. Yeah, I need to post it too. It's the Man Cave Society, and we're going to be talking about things you should know before marriage. Funny enough, DJ has been telling us all day more women than men have been hitting him up about this topic. I like this topic. Um, I like to see different people's perspectives. Like, like D's gonna be there, freshly married. You've been married for a minute. Like, it's Ez just is the newest. He's no Darnell's the newest. Oh yeah, Darnell's. Um, yeah, they got a month on each other. You know. <laughs> I forgot. They really do like Man, two months part. That's bro, it. Brittany been here since 2011, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> so it's like it's gonna be good, and because I know these guys, well, most well, I know all of them except for one, but mm-hmm. um, I respect them so much. Like everybody is gonna have different points of views. It's gonna be good. It's yeah. gonna be really good. It's gonna be interesting. I'm actually super excited for it. Um, I know DJ is going to DJ is going to definitely mention how this all came about, but um. It came from DJ, I think he already put this on Facebook. DJ wrote in our group chat, he was like, yo, what's one thing y'all wish y'all knew before marriage that nobody told y'all? And I got a great laugh out of that question. And I wrote in there, I said, I wish that, um, and I'm going to say this again, I wish that people, I wish that somebody told me, hey, all the advice you're getting is real. You know, you get a lot of, you hear a lot of advice about marriage, um, and you be trying to sift through, is any of it real? How much of it is real? How much I'm going to experience? And I was about to say, why did you think that niggas was lying? If they speaking from their own personal experience? Yeah, well, no, never lying. But you, some things, I can give you advice. But in your mind, you might be like, nah, I never go through that. I can avoid that. Oh, people, okay. So somebody might saying. say something. Should I say it? <laughs> we, deal, we deal with different women nowadays, man. Women giving out head nowadays. They wasn't giving that back in the 60s, oh man. These niggas God. be giving me advice about women who wasn't even sucking that. Dang, was, was women back? You want to ask was, your mama? I'm, Let me ask my mama. We got to no. ask our parentals if they, what, what they were doing back in the day. I don't think men. Or our grandparents, because back in the they 60s, definitely they wasn't was just born. They were, yeah, they wasn't doing nothing. And so, anyway, <laughs> if they was not. So I inappropriate. Can tell, I can tell you right now. So, but anyway, so. <laughs> That was a joke. Comedy. It was a joke. But with that being said, like um, that whole conversation was super interesting. DJ hit me up, said, yo, do you mind being a part of this? I said, hell yeah. And I said, I will behave. Um, But it is some things. I don't know. No, he won't. <laughs> it's some things that I wish. I don't think there's nothing I wish somebody would have told me um, before. Besides the fact of, yo, I wish somebody told me, yo, all this advice you get, and you're going to experience all of it. And probably within... Six months. A, a year. Know. You know, back in the day, they used to always, always just hear old people say like, oh, yeah, you you know, the first year going to be cake. 
Y'all gonna just be having sex and happy to be around each other. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Okay, cool. Well, wonderful, thanks. Wonderful, thanks. So, you know, and then it turns into like, nah, we get into that shit earlier. You know what I'm saying? We're actually, our generation is one test driving a car before we get there. We're moving in before we get there. True. We are, um, we're diving deeper. Like, I wonder if our parents or our grandparents was asking their significant others, hey, uh, what's your credit score? What's your credit like? Um, do you got, do you have a, do you have a criminal record? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I never what, asked that question. But that's funny though. Me either. And I'm so glad I never got caught up. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but it's, it's certain things like that. I'm like, yo, is it things, you know, it is some things that I think happen different and all that stuff happened, man, super quick. So what I was trying to get to was we got to, so we got to those things super, super quick. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's going to be Monday at 8 PM. It's going to be on Facebook live. Um, I will get a link for you guys. Make sure y'all follow the podcast. You will see it all. It's going to be great. Um, shout out to Shaq. That's my guy. He's been married a little bit less than me. So I've only been married for three years, um, almost three years. Shaq has been married like two. Um, Ez, and, Ez and Darnell, they not even that. They six months. Only Ez might be. Darnell's not. Uh, or Darnell actually is. It's April. It's about to be May now. Yeah, they both so at six, six, seven months. Six, seven months. And you know what was so funny? I was thinking about it today. I was like, somebody's going to be like, damn, y'all just got there. Why are we listening to y'all? And then I was thinking about it. I said, I be having conversation and arguments with myself. So that's <laughs> I do too. And so I was like, damn, I wonder what, what's going to be my response when people say that. And then it hit me. It goes, well, we actually remember what we wish we would have known before marriage, right? Then it also hit me and goes, we need to stop saying or stop. We need to get away from this logic like, yo, I've only I've been married 30, 30 years. I feel qualified or I sh I'm giving you the qualifier why you should listen to me. Because what you went through, if you've been married for 30 years, you might not remember what year two through three was like. You might not remember what five through seven was like. You know, I was talking to a guy who had been married for 15 years and he was like, bro, after year seven, I don't remember nothing. He was like, we were just in a groove. Years were just passing by. Everything was good. We understood. It was kind of just whatever. And so for that, you know, I'm here to give you what, what I didn't got out of the last 30 months. Yeah, I think everybody can, everybody's experience and time frames matter, no matter if it's a month or 15, 20 years. Like, it's yeah. all, it don't, it don't matter. Because you, you got niggas. crazy. You got niggas divorcing after 20 years. Absolutely. So what they going to tell you about marriage? It, like, you know, not saying that they can, but like, I'm, I feel you. you just never know people's experience, no matter how long they've been I won't married. I'm going to let the blocks kill you for that. We going to we about to be popping. Y'all talking about me. I ain't married, though. You can say whatever you want to. All right. So let's get back to the JBP. <laughs> Do we got enough time on the screen? I can't see that shit. Okay, I mean, I just reset it. Okay. So for those that I know, the JBP boys actually are officially back together. Um, and I am actually super happy. Like I said, I listen to them all the time and I realized a couple of things. So Park says something very, very, at the very beginning of, uh, he said it at the very end, excuse me. So what they did was everybody sat around and Rory got to say his piece or what he felt was the issue. Maul got to go second. Um, they asked Joe to go. Joe said, no, I want to hear Parks. And everybody told the story from their point of view. And like I said, I'm only like an hour and 20 minutes in. So um, I'm not even done. They're not even done with this topic. And Park said there there turned out to be an argument about business and um, 
you know, it seemed like what started off as, hey, the podcast, it was on, it was their business. It turned into, hey, we have a podcast. Something is not right. The energy is off. Everybody said they was burnt out. Um, it's just getting tough. And, you know, as a listener, it's tough for us to come up in here with, what, the last two weeks? Not last week, but the two weeks before that, it was tough because we was coming in here like, yo, what the hell are we going to talk about? And because we missed so much and yeah. you don't want to go back to talk about some shit that happened three weeks ago. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? But even though we missed it, but if you miss it and if it's not popping by the next Wednesday or Thursday when we talking, we don't want to talk about it no more. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so it's tough. But them, they're doing two podcasts a week and they, but all of them have jobs or careers that they're doing. So to take out time to say, yo, we're going to go by and we're going to do this pod. Uh, they said it was getting burnt out and business came into play. And they felt disrespected. And it got me thinking about when do, when, when is, uh, it got me thinking about mixing friends in business. Oh God, there we go. And when is that tough? Um, I've hired friends. If we've been real, I've hired Jamar. That's my guy. That's my guy. For those of you I know, my best man, my best man, my best friend, um, his name is Jamar. He definitely listening. He's probably right now like, oh, shit. He yeah. don't, don't know what you about to say. He don't. But I've hired Jamar. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had good days. We've had horrible days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it got to a point where I told Jamar, I was like, I don't think we should just work together like that. Like, I don't know if I can hire you. And I realized that I had to be a micromanager and I didn't want to be. Or I, I was a micromanager. I ain't going to say I had to be. Um, I did feel like I needed to be and I turned it to one. Now, I don't know Jamar's side of the point of view and if he you know wants to go on he wants to call tmz and tell his side then i get it brother not tmz i get it brother so but <laughs> but on the real though i was like i got that i was just like all right cool bet bro like you know business for us did not work um and so it got me thinking about and then it honestly to be transparent it got me thinking about us now we don't have no huge business. <laughs> Key looking oh, scared. Oh shit! I don't know what that was. Y'all been trying to kick me out for a minute. I'm just gonna tell y'all. If you get somebody else up in here, go ahead, stop watching, cause we ain't got. Wow, time. I was looking at the time because I need to freeze that time and the timestamp and make that your thumbnail. Well, am I going like this? Yeah, but um, <laughs> no, it it just got me thinking. It was like it helped me to understand. Listen, that podcast helped me to understand it. Whenever it does get to that point, because we're not there yet, right? There's no contracts involved. It ain't like a lot of money is exchanging hands here. What well, you know, we do have a bunch of people working in the background that we got to work on. But it got me thinking. It was like when that time does come, I want us to be clear on what's the business side, what's the friend side, because in all accounts of listening to these guys, it sounded like, hey, the lines got blurry, but we were still communicating. And but we was not health. It was not a healthy line of communication, which is why the lines got blurry. Um, another thing, and we'll move off of this because I don't want nobody over here thinking. Well, before crazy. you go to that, when it comes to yourself and and me, myself and you, whatever, um, mm-hmm. I think the communication is going to be. I don't think we'll run into a, a problem like this. Let's hope not. And I'm speaking it because I previously had a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. about some things regarding the pod mm-hmm. and like how I feel like if we are doing this together, this what needs to happen. This is if I'm going to be included in this, like let's make sure that we are doing things as a team. Mm-hmm. So I think we are at a point where 
um, you better not change them cameras. Why? Cause they it's not time. Oh, I don't know. What's the time? I can see it. You just you just sit back and relax, Father of the Year. So, um, <laughs> so um, I feel like we when it comes to business, mm-hmm. um, I think we'll both be able to sit down and have a healthy conversation about what it is that we're both looking forward to, whatever comes out of this. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything. Only time me and Gavin get petty about something, if it's like other shit, like when it comes to business though, I feel like nobody's playing about their money. Like, (laughs) especially when you get into a point where you, it gets to a point where you about to make some money, like for real, for real. It's like, okay, we not, this is serious. So I don't think for us, I personally don't feel like that would happen, but I mean, you never know. Yeah. And I guess with them, like, I got to hear and say, as soon as they broke up, I, t- I mean, not broke up, but when they took a time <laughs> they apart, <broke> up. <laughs> I said, men argue over pride. I said, money and women. And, well, I said, ego. Um, and I think you said pride, excuse me. I said, money, women, power, and you said pride. And I told you, I don't think it's women. I said, money. Right. I said, they make too much money, so it can't really be that. And you, I said, it got to be power or pride. And I think we found out, well, I found out listening. It was both of those. Yeah. And it was their business. And you know what? Um, them saying they needed a break, they needed time off and things of that nature. And then Joe was saying like, yo, the energy is just fucked up and saying that. And then Maul said something that was interesting. He said that he was offended. Um, he said he was offended when he was replaced. And I, w- I want to say, I want to say for me, so I listened to the podcast when they had Ice and Ish on there. And the first episode I did not listen to. No, the first episode I listened to half. I was like, all right, I don't know who these new niggas is. <laughs> One of them niggas is old as shit. The second episode I did not listen to because I'm like, I don't want these old ass niggas talking. Like, who is these niggas? I told you to tell Joe to put us out there. He did not. And then the third one, I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to these dudes because by this time I knew something was wrong, right? Yeah. And what I knew more about, oh, this is serious. This might be the new norm. And I listened to it and I actually started liking it. A lot. Both of them are funny. Both of them played a huge part. Both of them had interesting things to say. And I was actually a fan of the new one, not more than the old one, of course. But it was it was something that I could see myself listening to just as easy as I wasn't, you know, listening to. The Roy point is Ma- they could still go on without them. And I said that. I said that before yeah. when I did my Google thing yeah. about this whole show. And for Maul to say he was upset, you know, I was thinking about it. I'm like, why? Like, I get and I get that I'm not a part of that podcast. I get I don't know nobody a part of that podcast. I get that it's things that us listeners would never know. Um, however, sometimes, and I ask, I asked my wife this. Me and her listen to the podcast. Um I asked my wife this. I said, when does your purpose supersedes your friends, your family, and even your significant other? And I thought about that. And she kind of looked at me and I was like, yo, and I'm not saying this is right because me and her had that conversation. I told her before I got married, I said, look, I have a purpose in this life. I know what it is. I think I know what it is. I'm pretty sure I found it out. And I won't let nobody, even you, stop me from uh, fulfilling that purpose. And I felt like it was something hard to hear. Um, but she looked at me. And she said, I got you. I'm going to help you get there. And I said, that's what I needed to hear. You know what I'm saying? But it made me think about what Ma, he's upset that 
yo, this podcast is bigger than you. It's bigger than y'all friendship. It's bigger than, you know, at least what I think was Joe was trying to get at. It's like, yo, this shit is bigger than, you know, people get paid. People pay their rent with this. People pay their bills. People, you know, do certain things. You know, they have tens of people that work there. And because we're having a tiff, you know, but I do think we have to go back to, and I encourage everybody who's listening right now to think about, you know, when does your purpose supersede those people? And how will you react? Like, how how are you going to act when you have to explain to your friends, when you got to explain to, you know, your wife, your husband, your, you know, your mom, your dad, like, yo, my purpose is bigger than what, than the issues we're having right now. Well, I think if you have those, the right people around, even your family, mm-hmm. I think they should understand that. Yeah, but sometimes people don't get your vision. Because they should have the same mindset as you. Maybe not your purpose, but their own. Yeah. So it's like you got a purpose too. And I hope that whatever it is that God, because I, I believe in God, um, has ordained for you to do to serve other people, you can't fill up any type of way or let something minor get in between you and a friend or you and a family or you and your wife, a husband or girlfriend, boyfriend. It doesn't matter. Like, true. If you have the same mindset, that means the people around you have similar mindsets. There shouldn't be an issue when it comes to your purpose. Absolutely. That's just Keith's personal opinion. <clears throat> I get it. And I guess for me, I look at Hold on. I guess I look at it and I go, sometimes people can't see the vision. Oh, that's true, too. Sometimes people don't understand what you're doing, what you're trying to go through, um, where you're trying to take shit. And so they just don't get it. And, you know, sometimes I understand when my friends... Um, I understand when my friends need space because they're trying to do something and they're trying to they're trying to create something that I just don't get, or I, I'm not privy to know. I understand when people go silent so they can achieve some stuff. Yeah, you don't want me knowing. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And I try to understand. That. I ask. You know, sometimes I have to look back when I see somebody putting distance between me and them. I'm like, all right, maybe it's for a purpose. I understand it later. If I never figure it out, then we just grew apart. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? But that comes with maturity because I remember not being that way. So interesting there. Um, all right, we got some topics we about to run through. I gotta tell you something, but I'll tell you when we get something to eat. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> for those who not know, um, let me go to this topic. IG model launches a GoFundMe to help me repay this loan. She said the feds is after me. Uh, quickly, a popular Instagram model set up a GoFundMe to help her pay back her PPP loan. You motherfuckers don't. They they haven't learned yet. So what did she? What did they do with the money? What did she do with her money? Yeah, I don't know. Do what all these bras do: Tr- trick off, go to Tulum, um, go get Chanel, probably some red bottoms, Christian Louboutins. I don't know. Buy some bundles. They ain't give me no loan. Cause you didn't. You didn't. When did you start your business? Twenty twenty. Yeah, you ain't get no money. I know. Um, let me tell y'all something. I mean, Key, how long have we been saying this? How long have we been telling them they're going to jail? You're going to jail now. You remember that bus driver and he hit that girl? That's so messed up. But yeah, he hit Anyway, him. sorry. Um, how long have we been telling them they're going to jail? Ever since they started giving out them loans? Bruh, I don't know what y'all don't get about this. What is her business? Who knows? Um, They're going to jail, man. I don't know how else to say it. Y'all going to jail. Um, I, I, I don't understand why y'all was commenting on her GoFundMe like, yo, this for commissary. Yo, stupid. Here's $5. Yo, like, what are y'all doing? Y'all helping her. 
get to where she needs to because this is what's going to happen. Criminal charges against 209 individuals. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they got so many people who are going to jail. Um, do you know anybody that committed PPP loan fraud? We should probably not ask that. So we don't I don't know. Nobody even got a loan. Personally, I, I don't one. know. Gavin, you better not be going to jail. Oh, I'm not. The pod, the pod must continue. Better no. be going to jail, bro. I actually just got my first one forgave, forgiven. So for me, I was smart. Forgiven. Forgiven. <laughs> I was smart. I got me a PPP loan. Um, I got it through my bank so they could see where the money was going. Right. Because you can go get a PPP loan from any, you know, you know, when you get trash mail from like these places, like, oh, get you a loan now of up to 50 grand. Like, and it'd be like blue something, blue host, the blue. Or they send you the check already. That's a setup. That's the BS, right? And so those places are the ones passing out extra PPP loans because it's nothing but a bank that can front the money. And then, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. So these people are getting PPP loans. And me, I got it through my bank. I told the truth on how much money I was making, how much I was spending on rent, how much I was spending on advertising, all this, this, and that. And I did not get the full 20. Let me put it like that. I got a fraction of the 20. But you got 1909. I wish. I would have been in Louis Vuitton. I would have been in Louisville Vuitton. Louisville Vuitton. Uh, Kristen Gucci. Or that little Chanel Dior Dior. Chanel Dior Dior. Look, but it didn't work. It didn't work that way for me. And I took my money. And when they said, hey, do you want to forgive it? I said, yes. They was able to go back through my bank and see exactly when I was paying people, how I was paying people, where the money was going. Facts. They forgave it. I'm so happy. Um, but some of these people are really going out. And I hope, y- I don't think y'all understand it. Y'all got haters in y'all crew that is snitching on y'all. But yeah, I know some people that, uh, I, let me put like this. I don't know anybody personally, but I was contacted by somebody who basically told me they can commit fraud and get me a lot of money on my um on my joint, give me a PPP loan. They said they can commit fraud and give me a PPP loan. You know what I said? I'm good, bro. Oh my god! Because I read that paper. It said thirty. It said ten years in prison or up to a million dollars in fine. It was something great. Um, for those who not know, Baby Blue was shot in the shoulder outside a bowling alley in Davie last week. Um, his real name is Diamond Blue Smith. How ghetto. Me and Karina was thinking of names. I was like, yo, you can have that. Nothing ghetto, please. And if it's going to be. They named me kid Mario. If it was a Hispanic twain, I need to be able to pronounce it. She did good, though. But we'll get to that. Um, Baby name is Mario. What baby blue? Mario Sanchez Bowyer. Please don't do that. (laughs) It it would not be. That would never fucking happen. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm just kidding, y'all. So it says two victims were in the parking lot of the bowling alley where their vehicles were um, an unknown armed male approach. A physical altercation ensued with a temp robbery of his gold chain. And a result, the suspect firearm discharged and striking the victim in his left shoulder. So if I'm reading this correctly, somebody tried to rob Baby Blue, who, whoever was with Baby Blue, and uh, somebody... Fought over the gun and the shot baby blue in the shoulder. Let me tell y'all this. We got to stop this. We good on the time? I can't see it. You got to be close. I got you. Um, This has to stop. This logic of... um, This logic of... Let's be tough. This shit ain't the movies. Okay. This, hey, I'm trying to rob you. 
oh, I'm going to try to grab the gun, swat the gun, knock the gun over, move you out the way. That shit don't work, bro. Yeah, the, the, like, let me tell y'all something. The people that that's into this type of robbery, they not this not their first time walking up on somebody when they're trying to get your ass. Keep that in mind. They robbing houses. They breaking in cars. They still in that way. The Criminal new, minds. The new people. The ones who like, yo, I'm willing to walk up on you with a gun and, and kill you. This is not their first rodeo. You know what I'm saying? They've done some things before that. That gun, they've shot that gun before. They understand how things work. So when you thinking you want to be Mr. Tough Guy, and let, let me be like this. If you catch me, if you catch me slipping, if you catch me outside and you like, yo, Gavin, I'm come off off of that. Coming off of it, facts. Some some things is just worth way more than what it is they trying to get. Like we and I, and I asked you, to, I wrote this in the notes. We have to start asking ourselves if if uh, um um we have to start asking ourselves if hip hop has to play a responsibility on educating the youth on yo. You don't have to be tough. Like not being tough, being alive is cooler than being tough. You know. <laughs> See, I got, I got mixed reviews about when it comes to blaming hip hop for certain things. Oh, so I'm not blaming it. I'm asking. Um, oh, I was gonna say I was about to be like, no, nah, I'm not gonna blame it on that. But however, we do. We for a long time we was praising like, yo, you could be a thug. Um, we and it, when I'm saying these things, I'm not saying hip hop is the reason. I'm just saying they play a part. Ultimately, ultimately, it comes down to your family. How your upbringing in the system and that's what i was about to say i was like most like at least like old school hip-hop that we know and it's i i granted it's very different now and i'm not saying that whatever these young rappers is rapping about now isn't their truth but more so back in the day like I'll tell y'all it's not those hip-hop people were definitely rapping about their experience like it was literally them telling their stories when it comes to like mm-hmm. Old school people like Ice Cube and Auto, like they literally gave what it is that they went through in yeah, their everyday life. Sometimes, I mean, Cube was, it was known, Ice Cube was not a gangster. It was known that Tupac was not a thug. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me put this in perspective. And I, I hope if you feel offended, I'm sorry. Please don't. Um, don't be offended. Tupac got killed fake playing a gangster. For those who not know, Tupac ran up on a gang member. Tupac was not a part of a gang. He ran up on a gang member. He punched him. That guy went and got his cousins, and they killed Tupac in the parking lot. Well, on the street. He ain't Vegas. dead. You know he's somewhere in South Central. Hey, I'm just kidding. South Central. Oh, that's what I should say. Cuba. Uh-uh. But that, <laughs> that, that, that is the thing of, for those who know, in, in every all accounts, if you listen to people that was around him, if you listen to the people that killed him, if you listen to people who... um who's with them they would tell you no he was never in a gang they will also tell you that they don't know why he was wearing blood stuff they don't know why he was rolling with that and he tried some shit and the reason why that guy was able to go back home and go back into the neighborhood because tupac tried some thug shit and it didn't work mm-hmm. and he got killed and it sucked so what i'm saying is when i'm looking at baby blue i don't know what's going on and he going to jail too baby blue going to jail remember he committed ppp fraud he got like $700,000. Bro, bro need to get better so he can go to jail. Jail is on the way for you, buddy. But this whole slapping guns away, you don't have to play tough. I want to tell the youth, if you're listening right now, yo, go home. Make it home. Yo, if they picking on you at school because you didn't want to fight the person, um, they didn't, you know, whatever. Yo, it's cool. Go home. Oh, my goodness. If they jump you, go home. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop. We got to get out of this shit of... You know, 
just how shit is. It's like we scared. All right, you ready? You gonna read this one? Are you ready to rumble? Go ahead and talk about this this dumbass cop situation so I can talk my shit. Oh yeah, so y'all remember the little white girl? She came home drunk. I think she was drunk. She was drunk, wasn't she? Was she drunk? Uh, I don't know. Was she? She just got off of work. See, they died. You ain't say shit. They did not. And this one just died. Oh, you she was up there in time. Anyway, um, y'all remember the white girl that came in? Um, no, call her white officer. Let's call this correctly. The white criminal that walked to this man's house. <laughs> she thought it was her apartment, and mm-hmm. she shot him. Y'all remember that? Yeah. So, she is going to be heard by a judge for an appeal for her guilty verdict. How you feel? I'm not surprised. White oh. women have lost their minds. Sorry, see your white listeners, our white listeners, excuse me. I, I changed it. Um, um, white women. This is exactly how I feel. Some of them. Don't tell me systemic racism is not prevalent. And so somebody said. She's 32 years old. Yeah. Somebody told me. I want to say it was my wife. Um, She was like, well, you know, you can always appeal anything. And I said, absolutely you can. That's not what I'm talking about here. Um, Let me tell you what systemic racism is. Hey, no, we can't see you in court because it's COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're going to push R. Kelly shit back because it's COVID or whatever situation. We got to find people. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to use him, but that's just an example. Uh, Code Black. No, we don't. We can't uh, see him right now because of COVID. Um, NBA young boy. Um, this situation due to COVID. Who else was? Um, so many people spent more time in jail because they couldn't get in front of a judge because of COVID. However, a woman who has spent less than a year in jail, a white woman who killed an unarmed black man in his own home. She walked in his home, smelled some weed, took her gun out, shot his ass in his home. And she, who claims she's sorry for what she did, she wants to show remorse. She wants to, you know, do what's right, I'm assuming. She gets to go before a judge and say, hey, I want to appeal this. And if she wins her appeal, she will be going home. To me, if that doesn't scream systemic racism, I don't know what it is. Like, or just a systemic problem, a systemic racism problem. And I know a lot of people are like, well, how is this racist? It's because we have so many black people that if they would have shot a white woman in their home, they would not even be going up for appeal. Scratch Thanks. what would happen. Let's scratch... Um, would they be in jail? Would they be found innocent? I'm talking about would they be able to go and say, hey, I know I've been in jail for less than a year. Uh, can we go ahead and move forward with my appeal? Absolutely. Let's go ahead and move forward with your appeal. No, we making niggas sit down because we don't have enough shit in order for their appeal. So for me, I already know what this is. You know what I'm saying? And it's the corniest shit. We we literally are in a situation where, yo, they making sure they prove to y'all um, you know, they're making sure they prove to y'all about what's real, man. And I know we supposed to be talking about this later. We can go to knock this out right quick. But this whole Joe Biden and his hundred days, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all did real, y'all did a real slick. And I was trying to wait to see how this shit was gonna plan out. But y'all got real slick with um with Joe Biden making a, a hate crime for killing and beating up Asians with stop Asian hate. Y'all white people was real silent on that shit. 
y'all let that shit rock but somebody put up black lives matter and then you know it was yo we got to come up with a anti-slogan against it this is a hate group you know this is comparable to people that's killing and lynching it was the most crazy shit but some asian people and look i'm not even mad at the law because it's it's fair people were literally targeting asian individuals and beating their ass and killing them and it was not right it was not fair but white people did not see an issue with their hashtag but when somebody said black lives matter it was beautiful it was a beautiful thing you know what i'm saying hey stop asian hate was beautiful black lives matter was like the most hatred shit it was like yo we can't we cannot let this happen I can't remember if I said that the wrong way, so I just had to You did, it. so and you corrected it. So shout out to him. Thank you. I couldn't remember. I'm like, yo, something don't sound right about all that shit. But anyway, it but was she, just interesting. And you Joe, know why people don't like us? They do. They like me. They and you know, you know what? Why it, they, why do they like you, Gavin? Why do white people? Who listen? No, I'm s- <laughs> Oh, you talking about in general? Yes. Oh. Oh, talking about niggas who listen to me. No, I'm talking about in general. You know, I was thinking to myself, um, 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 I was thinking to myself, I was talking to a young lady and she asked me, uh, she's talking to me about light skin privilege, right? And so I was thinking about that. And I think she, she asked me, she said, uh, you think you got light skin privilege? So I sat there and I said, no. And she said, really? And I said, yeah. I said, I don't think so. I said, but I can, uh, I can understand how people can assume I do. And I told her, I said, being as light as I am only gets me out of shit that comes to me. Let's scratch what don't come to me that I never see that I can't speak to. I said, I believe it only gets me out of shit 30% of the time. The rest of my life, it does not get me out of anything. It's not a privilege. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Niggas know you still black. Yeah, it's that. I wasn't even talking about that. I was, I was just thinking of it in general. Like the issues I have with black people, the issues I have with um biracial people the issues i have with white people like in all those instances it's never been like a advantage so to speak mm. um do i believe that sometimes uh a cop might think i'm a white person in a car and they leave me alone absolutely you know what i'm saying um do i believe that if i have a ball cap on and i'm walking somebody somewhere and somebody might not cross the street because they might think i'm a white guy absolutely you know what i'm saying but um do I think I've dealt with this, me being this light in a negative way more than that? Absolutely. But that was that. Anyway, but oh, back to Joe Biden. You know how you you know you getting old when huh. you start referring to people as, I was talking to this young lady. You sound like somebody thought. <laughs> yeah, well, she is young. <laughs> she don't. She young, though. I sound like somebody. I was about. talking Shut to up. this young lady, and um, you sound like the deacon at church. Oh my gosh! Uh, before we get the blue face, um, blue D- face baby. Uh, DMX funeral happened, man. Um, you know, shout out to Kanye. I know we get this nigga hard. What do you do? Um, he gave DMX kids some money. Um, he also worked with Balenciaga, and they sold T-shirts, and the profits goes to DMX kids. Um, which is beautiful. They sold, I think it's supposed to be a million dollars. I don't know how that turns out after taxes, blah, 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 whatever. But it's a split up, which is beautiful. Um, and he has not said nothing about it. Who, Kanye? Yeah, he hasn't said shit about it. I think, you know, um, 
He's always said we he needs he believes in hip hop reparations. I've heard him say that multiple times. So it's a um, and I felt like this was his way of giving back. So um, you know, but I was listening on the radio. I don't even have a clip up because I don't even feel like getting into it that much. But there was a man by the name of Jungle who was at DMX funeral, and this nigga decided not to read the room. He ran up on stage, argued with the pastor. Niggas was like, "Who are you?" Talked about how he been with DMX for the last couple of months. <laughs> and he had security on stage with him while he was cutting up. And it made me start thinking about what is funeral etiquette? Don't get in the casket. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, first of all, I'm sorry. Whenever my whenever there's an important funeral in my family, I know it's going to happen. So I'm not going to speak on it and, you know, act like it's never going to happen. I don't want nobody showing up drunk. Please come to the funeral sober. I, I remember one time somebody died in my family and somebody in our family showed up drunk and he was angry. And I was just like, bruh, why? Why come? I'm coming to see him off, man. That's what that nigga did. And I look as a kid, I looked and you know, it's bad when my dad don't even get up. My dad just looked like I'm not dealing with that. I'm coming to see my daddy, man. I was like, yo, shut up. I ain't never seen you a day in my life. Yeah, don't come drunk. Don't get in a casket. People be so emotional, and I've only seen it with females. Oh, when they, they get so emotional. Oh, you're gone. And you put yourself in the casket with this man. Because it's usually over a man. It could be your uncle, your brother, your cousin, your homeboy, your side piece. It don't even matter. Well, you was the side piece. But, check, like, check, stop. Check. Crying and making a scene, trying to get in the casket. Yeah, that'd be too much. Um, Doing too much. Sit your, sit down. Wear something appropriate. <laughs> you remember when um who died and Ariana Grande got in that damn she got in the pulpit and her skirt was so short. Uh, I don't remember that. Dog, who died? People is dying. They never died before. Look, Ariana Grande got up there. Uh, I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, when Britney said that, I was weak. Didn't they say Trump said that? <laughs> He did say that. I think that's where she got it from. Oh no. Yeah, I think he said that. Um, that's dying. They never died before. She. Who funeral was that? Oh, she was at Aretha Franklin Franklin funeral, and she wore this small ass skirt. I mean dress. Get it together, Gavin. Sorry. And they was looking because all the pastors up there looking at her like Ooh. they got Farrakhan up there looking behind her. Bill Clinton, you know he be ready for some action. Look at her small skirt. And so like, you got to know what to wear and what you can't wear at a funeral. Especially if it's at a church. Or not. A, it's short. It's cute too. It but is. it's definitely short for for the fume. At a church. She said the fume. At the fume. Wouldn't it be fun? Because it's. Never mind. Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, so yeah. Come sober. Don't be falling all over the casket. If you are an ugly crier. Yo. Do it virtually. <laughs> Or keep your, your napkin in your yeah. tissue. Oh, also, don't try to get up there trying to talk about, you know, how you've known this person for so long and y'all this, that, and the third. And you ain't seen little John John in 10 years. So nobody want to hear that. That's how they be in the casket. Yeah, when they be crying. I hate, I hate, uh, I don't even go to, uh, I hate funerals. I literally do not like going to funerals. I would avoid them at all costs. If I know. My brother, same way. Yeah, if I know I don't have to go to your funeral. I won't go. My um, when I was in high school, um, he was my closest friend at that time. He passed. I missed his. I was there. I stood outside the funeral home the whole time. I was like, I'm good. I don't need to see. Like I went in there, saw him before. 
I was just shocked and I went and stood outside the whole time. Crack jokes. Once we got done, um, my mom and them was like, You ready? We got in the car, we drove nine hours back to Charlotte. Oh wow. But I'm never I've never been that person. If I know I can miss your funeral, I won't miss it. Oh wow. Um Jamar always told me whenever he passed, he wants a roast. I'm gonna do that for my boy. And I got stories for that nigga. Oh my god. Um, last thing. Well, you want to talk about this blue face? Blue face, baby. No, you talk about blue face. I don't know what's going on with him and his blue um, face sexual got, coat. He got bump bags in his house, and he getting girls to get tattoos. For me, that screams uh, R. Kelly. He said, "I don't know what the fuck a coat is." I <laughs> know. I don't know if y'all noticed, but you should follow Blue Face's Instagram. It be he's wilding out. Twitter too. For those who are curious, my show is a three-week series. I move women in from all over the United States, fly them out to Cali, put them under one roof. I own two home, t- own two, two homes. I don't stay there. I take care of all the financial needs while they are here. I promote their brands. He spelled there wrong, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. We film all day. Tune in. Hold on. There's a second part. We don't tolerate any sexual conduct between men and women. So the women do tend to grow interest in each other because of this, but they are adults at the end of the day. It's only so much I can control. So what they do with each other is a part of the show. Subscribe right now to see more. Sound like a sex code. Sounds sexy. Like, um, but anyway, his, his live, his Instagram lives be lit. Um, definitely, uh, I'm going to tell Blueface this. I know you on here because you don't follow this podcast. Take the cocaine off of your Instagram. Take the strippers off. Um, you you can do better than that, bro. Like, you can do absolutely better than that. All right, man. Before we get up out of here, DJ Khaled's dropping a new album. Are you excited or not? I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, me too. I do not give a shit about it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'm going to tell you all this right now. DJ Khaled, it, he don't produce none of the beats. He screams only on the songs. We the best. This nigga don't do nothing. And I'm going to tell you, I, I stopped. His videos got whack for me. Um, He do the the standard ass. Like, none of the songs are good no more. He'll have, like, two standout ones where it, whenever he does go on tour, he'll be able to per, perform and scream over the backtrack. And he'll always, his greatest hits album is going to be fire. i tell you that. Um, however, if we get another Cardi B and 21 Savage song, I'm going to scream. <laughs> we have like four of them. And that one year he had them on a song. I'm like, bro, this did did Cardi and 21 go in the studio and just make five of these songs and Maybe. DJ Khaled bought one? Anyway, <laughs> um, so that uh Justin Bieber got dreads. Do we even got time to talk about when white boys get dreads? No. Do people even understand its significance? Cause I'm no. a black person and I 100% don't know the significance Absolutely. but I do know it is of African culture right or Jamaican culture Jamaican culture from what I've understood Um, so you know for us by us but you know I you know I don't no I offense have, to white people that got dreads but they just look so nasty um that sorry yeah I mean it's weird for me I um I worked at a smoke shop for like four years in Charlotte and it was a couple of white people that had dreads or told me they wanted to get dressed. And I used to always laugh. And they'd be like, what's funny? I was like, for what though? Like, what? why do you want them? But for them, they always like, it's cool. They just thought it was cool. That's it. I have yeah. no reason for it. No reason. They just thought it was cool. And then sometimes, you know, I, what I looked at, it was like, uh, I don't have time to like, I don't have time to say, do you know what a meeting? 
Especially when I'm with you. I don't know the 100% of me, but I was like, I ain't got time for that shit. Um, anyway, before we do this, um, you want to tell me about Miami? You ready? Yo, I'm put this like this. I know I just cut Key off. If y'all see Key down in Miami twerking, squirting, uh, doing some nasty shit, make sure y'all send it to me. Tag the podcast. She going to enjoy herself. Um, go to live. Y'all going to live? No, we leaving on Sunday. Ah, oh, y'all trash. You, Gavin asked me this ever since we went to Miami back in 2015. Um, he asked if we going to live, and they actually went that that time we went, but you, you already him. know that story. But so, mm. um, tell us. I'm playing. <laughs> no, we're just going to relax. It's my friend Megan's birthday trip, and we just going to chill out, get some sun. Buns in the sun. There y'all go. Um, if y'all ain't doing nothing this weekend, I'll be in Charlotte. I'm gonna be chilling. Um, we got some exciting news coming up soon. We it don't matter. Anyway, we're oh, I, I was confused and I'm like, what else is coming up? But I know, my bad. I'm sorry. Anyway, we will see y'all next time. We'll meet y'all at uh, Applebee's right now. They do got oh, some good boneless wings. That's not but a chicken tender. Well, they're still good. That's chicken tender disgusting. Hold on. No, some of my soldiers land survive. I never thought I'd be a little bit of 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 a